everybody. Morning. Morning. Happy Father's Day to you. So that we can have the cleaning crew come in and um, clean the church. 
So if you if you can make it, that's wonderful. Shoot me a um, just shoot me a text. Let me know that you will be there. Um, so we'll know the number of people we got and if we are gonna need any more help. Um, so if you can let me know that, that'll be great. So next Saturday coming at ten o'clock, we'll meet at the church to get things ready for us to go into the building. Amen. Um, we want to. Um, lift up what was his name Alana Jaylon Alana's friend from college freshman was in a car accident last night and lost his life um, we want to keep that family in prayer as well as keep Alana in prayer and all her friends um, we want to continue to pray for the sister who was um, found dead on Valley Street. Amen. She's um, the niece of um, Pastor Dehate Burgess. And if y'all know her, she, she played Hill House basketball, 19 years old, and she lost her life. We want to keep that family in prayer as well. Amen. Um, and we want to just continue to... Um, lift up this nation and um those who are we want to remember to lift up kelly our sister kelly who will be going and for surgery and we want to continue to um just pray for the health and the, the wisdom as we move as a church getting ready to go into the space um I wanted to announce that I will be meeting this this Tuesday with one of the leaders from Bridges of Hope, um, which is a collaborative of um, the churches are all nations, Christian Church, Christ Presbyterian Church, Christian Tabernacle, Baptist Church, Church on the Rock, Vox Church, Trinity Baptist, Varick, and Vertical um, are on this thing. And I'm meeting with one of the leaders this Tuesday um, to see how we can get incorporated um, in the mission that they are serving in the community with outreach. And um, they also have a mentoring program and they do a lot of things in the city of New Haven. So we want to get hooked up with this collaborative. Amen. So pray for that meeting as we move forward. We're also going to be discussing next month on what, how we're going to operate with the care packages for the homeless community and being able to serve those downtown on the green as we get ready to um, put things back in motion. Amen. With wisdom and moving with with wisdom and grace and God's covering. Amen. But we have work to do um, in this season. So we thank God for refreshing us and thanking God for keeping his people covered during this time um, and speaking to us so that we'll know um, how to move as a ministry in the, into this greater season. Amen. Um, so let's get ready. We're going to have prayer. I'm going to play. Um, a selection to have a moment of worship um, as we usher in the spirit of God into your atmosphere. Amen. And then we are going to get ready for a word for this season on this Father's Day. Amen. Speaking to us as men in this season. And God has definitely given me a rhyme of word for this morning. Amen. So let's go to the throne. Father, we bless you and we thank you. We thank you because we know that without you, we are nothing. And we're thanking you because you are our Father. You are a great Father, a good Father, a wonderful Father. Thank you for providing for us, for protecting us. And Lord, the, the prayer requests that we have of the families who are in mourning at this time, I pray that you would comfort them. And Father God, because we know that you are the God of comfort and peace, Father, we're asking that you would visit the family. I pray, Father, for my daughter, Lord God, that you would strengthen her, Lord God, and help her to see the, um, the, the fleetingness of life, Lord God, that you would be an example to her friends and, Father, a source, Lord God, to lead them to the source, which is you. Father, we're praying, God, that you would just touch and bless every father. We're praying for those who lost their fathers in the season, and this might be a heavy time for them, but, Father, we're praying that you would comfort them. We're praying, Father, for 
our city. Father, for the protesters, for the, for the government, for the president, Father God, for those officials and those in, on the police force, those making decisions. We're praying for new laws to be put in place. And we're praying, God, that you would give us as your church, uh, 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 your Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. Show us where to go and what to say when we get there and how we are to be a light in a dark place. We thank you for speaking to us. We thank you for healing our body. We're thanking you, God, for bringing our sister Kelly through this season, God, with even greater level of faith. We thank you in advance for healing. And Father, we're just praising you, God, for, for family. And we're thanking you that we now realize what's really important, and that's serving you and giving you our lives. And Father, worshiping you and praising you for who you are. I thank you, God. And we're praying, God, that God, as you father this nation, that we would be obedient to your call upon our lives. The Holy Spirit, we're praying that you would have your way, that you would speak through me and speak to me as we all prepare our hearts and our minds to receive a word from you on this morning. Father God, that you would speak to us as we uh, we miss one another, Lord God, in the physical fellowship. But God, we thank you that we haven't missed the beat in the spirit. Father, that we're growing through Bible study and through Sunday school and through all the different avenues that are happening on band, through tea time and through um, all the theological learning that we're, we're coming across. Father, we thank you, God, for pouring a wealth of wisdom upon us in this season. Father, we know that your word will not return to you void. So, Father, we bless you and we thank you. We pray that you would increase the church. Show us, Lord God, how to evangelize in these strange times. Help us, Lord God, to be comfortable with the work in the new ways. We thank you for Brother Steve, Lord God, and those on the media team, Lord God, Brother Andrew and you, uh, Brother Derek and Father God for, for and Deacon Val for the TV ministry that, that is going on. And we're praying, God, that you would continue to bless them and give them fresh vision, fresh um, anointing. We're praying for the praise team, Lord God, as we're going to have to figure out how to move differently in this season, that you would, Father, just continue to just bless us, keep us, and use us. Right now, as we get ready to receive our offering, we're pressing blame that you would bless those who um, have to give, that they um, would be blessed, that you would pour out a blessing on them that they cannot receive, praying that those who don't have, that they will have on the next time. And Father God, we pray that the offering will be used for that, which is raised for the upbuilding of your kingdom. Father, for sowing into legacy and into our future. And we give you glory and honor for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. As we as we hear this song and we get ready for the word, if you go and you um, give your offering, and then we'll come right back and we'll receive what God has for us on this morning.
Just let me exhort to you a little bit right here. In the, in the 10th chapter of John, Jesus said something that astounds me. He said, if I don't do the works, don't believe a thing I say. Now, see, to the Pharisees, they were looking for a sign, and he called them the faithless and perverse generation. But to the people that surrounded him and followed him, he said to them, if I don't do the works, don't believe a thing I say. Where is the church that can step up and say, if you don't see demonstrated, don't believe a thing I say. messages go ahead and on band just put a I know y'all y'all talk to me on band just wave up wave your hand on zoom I'll know that you that you agree or you disagree amen let me see your hands let me see your hands amen hallelujah there we go we're good we're good I want to talk to you this morning about um preach from the subject on this father's day when daddy shows up when daddy shows up Amen. And um, we are going to be in the four synoptic gospels. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So I want you to, I want you to go over to Matthew chapter 3. Um, we're not going to read our scripture yet, but we're going to look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I got my real mic this morning, so you already know I'm about to preach. Amen. This is absolutely the hardest time for fathers. The hardest time for fathers. Especially African American fathers. The racism that we face in society, the rejection from society, the resistance from systems that have been in place. Men have been facing struggles on all sides. Sisters, you need to support and thank God if you've been blessed with a man of God. The many roles that men play as a son, as a brother, as a husband, as a father, 
And if you're blessed to live a long life, a grandfather or a great-grandfather, each role is more difficult than the previous. As most men try to navigate through these stages without a roadmap, there are no instructions on how to be a man. And the absence of men in society and in the homes, for the most part, men are often on the negative side of the statistics because of absentee fathers. The statistics, statistics about fatherless homes, listen to this, 85% of youth who are currently in prison grew up without a father in the house. Seven out of every 10 youth that are housed in state-operated correctional facilities, including detention and residential treatment, come from a fatherless home. 39% of students in the United States from the first grade to their senior year of high school do not have a father at home. And children without a father are four times more likely to be living in poverty than children with a father. Children from fatherless homes are twice as likely to drop out from school before ever graduating than children who have their fathers. 24.7 million children in the United States live in a home where their biological father is not present. That equates to one in every three children in the United States not having access to their father. Girls who live in a fatherless home have a hundred percent higher risk of suffering from obesity than girls who have their fathers present. Teen girls from fatherless homes are also four times more likely to become mothers before the age of 20. 57% of the fatherless homes in the United States involve African-American households. Hispanic households have a 31% fatherless rate, while Caucasian households have a 20% fatherless rate. I hope I'm not boring you. In 2011, 44% of the children in homes headed by a single mother were living in poverty. Just 12% of children and married couple families were living in poverty. Children who live in a single parent home are more than two times more likely to commit suicide than children in a two parent home. 72% of Americans believe that a fatherless home is the most significant social problem and family problems that is facing their country. And only 68% of children will spend their entire childhood with the family intact. Listen to this. 75% of rapists are motivated by displaced anger that is associated with feelings of abandonment that involve their father. I could go on and on about the statistics on how negative it is without a father in the home. So what I want you to understand men and ladies is that men are important amen, amen. men need to become um, um, men men need men to become men follow, follow that men need men to become men women can do a very very good job with raising women because you've been one <laughs> but it takes a man to raise a man and I'm not trying to negate anything from the single mothers that have had to raise boys but I'm telling you and I know your prayer is God send a man into my son's life who can raise him to be the man that he needs to be because it takes a man to raise a man. Y'all better help me. Y'all know my testimony and, and I'm not going to go and belabor the testimony of how my father, my physical dad was really never 
in my life as I would have liked him to be in my life. Not, not like I'm in the life of my children now. And I have four girls and one boy. And to my, my oldest daughter I had when I was 15, about to be 16. And then my next one I had 16 going into 17. And then I, I went to Jersey and I had another girl. I mean, um, Georgia, I had another daughter, Marissa. And then to be here and have Alana, who was the breaking point on me becoming a father, not just a baby daddy. Y'all better help me. And then DeAndre, who I've got to see. I've only seen one of my children take their first step, and that is DeAndre. So, but I'm, I'm going to let you understand that 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 it was important. And the thing is, my father was never in my life to be that. So I thank God for the people and the men that I was able to come and tag with to show me what it meant to be a man but I'm still learning and I've, I've, I've celebrated 50 um, uh, years of being a man you know, understand and, and only a few of them of being a father but I thank God that I got men in my life and I, I've been blessed to have other men say that I'm their spiritual father so not only do I have you know my biological children but I have some men and I have some people in my life that look to me for spiritual guidance and leadership and, and I am privileged to have a church who looks to me as their spiritual father. See, lessons on what men should supply in their roles as a father, we need to learn. We need to learn what we are to supply as our role as a father. And that's what I'm going to talk to you today. And we're going to learn it from the best father. I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about God himself. We need to learn what it means from God himself to be the type of men that we need to be. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to go to Gospel of Mark. Let's look at Matthew first. Amen? Because Matthew is going to be uh, the main space of what I want to draw your attention to. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. It says, Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so. Now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. And when he had been baptized, he came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove alighting on him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my Son in whom I am well pleased. Now go over with me to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1. Keep your hand over in Matthew, but go over to Mark chapter 1. And look at verse 19. No, verse 9, I'm sorry. Verse 9 through 12. It came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth to Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And immediately coming up from the water, he saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. Then a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Immediately the spirit drove him into the wilderness. Now go with me to Luke chapter 3. Luke chapter 3, verse 18 through 22. And with many other exhortations, he preached to the people. But Herod, the Tetrarch, being rebuked by him concerning Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for all the evils which Herod had done, also added this above all, that he shut up John in prison. 
When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens were open, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Last one, John chapter 1. Somebody know where I'm going yet? Anybody know where I'm going yet? <laughs> John chapter 1. Verses 26 through 34. Jesus answered them saying, I baptize with water. No, John answered them saying, I baptize with water. But there stands one among you whom you do not know. It is he who coming after me is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. These things were done in Bethabara, that beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me. He was before me. I didn't know him. But that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me said to me to baptize with water. Wait, sorry, let me go back. But he who sent me to baptize with water said to me upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining upon him this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit and I have seen and testify that this is the Son of God amen I wanted to read all four of the Gospels because it's important. Like we're learning in um, Bible study and our theology program that um, we get the four synoptic, synoptic Gospels. So we get an idea from each one of an eyewitness account of what happened at the baptism of Jesus Christ. Right. And 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 the one thing you need to see is that even though each story is a little bit different, they all testify to one main thing that Jesus Christ was baptized by John. We understand that. And that at his baptism, there was a voice that came from heaven saying, beloved, behold, this is my son and whom I am well pleased. I, I'm just going to preach from that one line. That's, that's all I'm going to take my whole sermon from that one line. This I am well pleased. Amen. Somebody said, thank God. When daddy shows up. There are some points that are very important in this statement where he says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. I'm going to give you the first one and I'm sticking with my A's this morning. Hallelujah. I feel good in my spirit on this morning. The first thing that we understand about the duties of a father from this statement, this is my son in whom I am well pleased is this. And a parents, Let's write that down, write that down, a parents. It means that God showed up that's right. Hey, God showed up when Jesus went to be baptized of John in the baptism. He didn't have to have an invitation to the baptism ceremony. He didn't have to be asked, could he come? He didn't have to say, well, can I come and spend a couple of hours? The court had to appoint him and say, you need to be here at this specific time. But he showed up. God showed up. A father's presence means everything. It means everything. It signifies support. Help me up in here. There are certain things that the enemy knows he cannot get away with when a man is present. Yeah. Jesus. When a man is present. And we need to know that we have a heavenly father who shows up. 
that God showed up. And that's that's also see there are certain things that when you show up, like your child could be going through something. But when you show up, there's a peace that comes upon that child because daddy showed up. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. That that they understand that no matter who else is in the audience at a recital, at a band, at a game, at whatever it is, I'm looking, they're always looking in there, they're looking to see did daddy show up. Now, I'm not taking anything away from you sisters because sisters have always been showing up but but they always want to ask if a daddy didn't show up did, did daddy is daddy coming is is daddy going to show up because there is something that happens when a man is present there's a certain amount of confidence that it provokes in a child that when a man is present there are certain things that the enemy knows he can't even get away with don't even be looking at my child sideways when a man is present don't even try to come up and interfere with where my child's destiny is headed when a man shows up. The reason why the devil has been wreaking havoc in our streets is because a man has not made it on a parents. I'm preaching up in here. He, and we gotta make an appearance. We gotta, we gotta show up. And I, I thank God that even when my father wasn't there, I serve a heavenly father who says he will always be there. Somebody better give God some praise if you serve a God who showed up when your earthly daddy didn't show up. Yeah. Hallelujah. And and I love this because I'm reminded of the story in the Bible where um, a man, a king, wanted his daughter to be healed. And he said, you know, uh, Jesus said, where does she lay? Bring me to the house. And the man said, listen, God, I don't even need you to come to my house, but just send the word. Y'all better help me. Just send the word. Because if you send your word, the presence of your healing will be in that place. See, see, it, it's not good enough just for a man to just give his word if he doesn't show up. See, I could say I'll be somewhere and stuff could happen. Things could happen in a day that can make me not show up. Y'all better help me up in here. But but there's something about a God who that we serve that he doesn't even have to make. He doesn't even have to make an appearance. Just send your word because the Bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. If God sends a word, that word has the creative ability to go ahead and become what you need in that moment. Y'all better help me up in here. Somebody better thank God that we serve a God who shows up. So that's the first thing he did. He showed up and I know you didn't see that but it was amazing. All, he, all Jesus did was get baptized <laughs> and God showed up. But it signified something. It signified something. This is my son. Not only when a man, a father's appearance is important, his appraisal is important. His appraisal. Because with the statement, this is my son. Oh my God. This is my son. It encompasses all that the father has belongs to the son. Y'all missed it. In other words, the value of the son is instinctively tied to the father's resources. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, there are certain names tied to certain things. See, if I say, y'all probably don't watch these movies. My wife don't watch, I watch them all. If I say the tutors, yeah, people who understand who the tutors were, they would, they would tie that to dynasty because that's kingdom. That was a dynasty. Yeah. If I say Trump, I ain't going to tell you what you're tied to, but I'd say before everything else happened, it was tied to wealth. If, if I said Trump, you knew wealth. If I say Gates, you say wealth. If I say Clark Sisters, you say singing. You ain't going to say nothing. But, but our father's name is Yahweh. Je Jehovah, that, that means the I am, that, that means everything so what God was saying was this is my son, see I am claiming I don't need no court, I don't need no blood test, I don't need you to go I know that this is my son and with my son that means he has access to everything I have I just raised the level some of you don't want to claim your earthly daddy cause your earthly daddy ain't worth jack, y'all better help me up here, but you serve a God Yes. Who just brought your worth up. See, sisters and brothers, let me talk to you. You got to stop thinking so low of yourself. 
When you when you understand that you are from good stock, <laughs> I ain't talking about because your last name Thompson, because your last name Beckford, because your last name is whatever your last McCohen. It don't matter what your last name is. When my last name is Christ, y'all better help me. What I have been named with the family of God. My daddy's name is Abba, Father, God Almighty, the I Am, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nishi, Jehovah Sikhanu, Jehovah. Y'all better help me. That is appraisal. So we got to walk with our heads high because I know who I am and I know who I belong to. Yes. A lot of times I, I cried that, you, you know, that, that my daddy wasn't there. So don't, don't worry if your earthly father and your earthly parent didn't want to claim you, didn't want to name you, they didn't, didn't want to put their name on a birth certificate. Uh, when that birth certificate ain't where you from anyway. Uh, Y'all better come on. Y'all birth certificate ain't got nothing. Ain't got it. You got a birth certificate in heaven that has already been signed by your heavenly father. Hallelujah. So somebody say appraisal. This is my son. <laughs> I thank God that he claimed me. Yeah. But but watch this. That or not only with the claiming, or not only with the appraisal, that statement also means affirmation. Because he, he, he's claiming the fire. He's saying without a doubt, without a question, without regret, without ever doing anything. Jesus. I'm almost done. Y'all better, y'all better jump on board. I'm almost done. See, see, I, I thank God. So we as men or as young boys, we look for affirmation. We look for affirmation from our father. We, if you were blessed to have your father in your life, you want to do things and you want to hear your father say, I'm proud of you. You know, you're, you're making me proud. You, you're not going to say that. We, we look for that because we want to make sure that we're on the right track. We're always, we won't never say where God, we need an approval rating. But we look for that, for whether, for whether it's from your pastor, whether it's from whoever you trust. I love it when my, my spiritual father sends me encouragement to tell me, son, you're doing a good job. Keep up the good fight. I love the work that you're doing. It makes me feel good in my spirit to know that I'm on the right vein, that I'm y'all better help me. It's affirmation. But, and that's why well, as we're serving God on this journey, uh, as fathers, we're trying to raise our kids, not so they can hear me say, good job. We want our father to say good well done my faithful servant y'all better help me we want God to say you fought a good fight you ran a good race you yes we need affirmation from heaven we don't got to worry about pleasing people when we're pleasing God. When a father lets you know it's okay, hey, you don't got to please people. I'm pleased because you got my name. There, there's nothing you can do that'll make me disown you. Thank you, Lord. Okay, okay. I'm going to prove that to you with this last statement, and then we're going to close. So I've given you a, a few of them. I think I gave you three. It's appearance. A father's appearance is important. A father's appraisal is important. A father's affirmation is important. But a father's approval <laughs> is important. And with the statement, he says, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, now uh, so, slow down over there. I, I thank God for you over there. Go ahead, Christian. I hear you over there. You got to get a little closer to the microphone. I hear you. You, you got to move the speaker a little closer behind. I hear you trying to help me preach. But let me get, get this point. Then we can go ahead and have some church. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to bring the drum set out here for, 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 for DeAndre. He'll be over here playing the drums while you over there playing the keyboard. But he said, he said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Now, this going to mess you up. And this is about as deep as we getting on this Father's Day. Come on. But, but I used to think, and, and that's why you're going to thank God for the theology class on Thursday as you learn to study deeper into the Word. Because I, I used to just think, and I, I, I may have even preached, Father, forgive me, but if, if I did preach wrong, it, it ain't going 
gonna send you to hell because it ain't one of the things that is an essential wrong. It's a it's a progressive revelation. Y'all better help me. Can I see somebody where that, that you get a progressive revelation? And yeah, go ahead, Deacon Derek. You know that message you broke, you preached a few months ago. You go back and study it. You gonna preach it different the next time because it's progressive revelation. And you have to ask God for give me because you either missed or you messed up. It's all right. We all learn it. But but I used to preach this and I used to think that God was pleased with the fact that Jesus got baptized. Oh, y'all can say, yeah, don't, don't make me think I'm out here by myself. I got you right where I want you right now. Like said, Pastor, but I thought that's what it was that he got baptized. That is not the reason that he said, uh, God said he was pleased was because he was baptized. Well, how can you tell me that, Pastor? Okay, I'm glad you asked. See, listen, John, baptism was a baptism of repentance. Can you tell me what Jesus had to repent of? Absolutely nothing. So his being baptized would have meant absolutely nothing because he had nothing to be repentive of. So while John was baptizing other people about being repentant and for remission of sin, y'all better help me, for so they could repent from their sins, he, that's why John told him, no God, I know Jesus, I need to be baptized by you. Uh, but but Jesus said, wait a minute, uh, let, let it be so, so that things could be fulfilled. Y'all better help me. Uh, I'm trying to help you. I, I, see, if Jesus would have went to the cross without being baptized, his sacrifice would not have been accepted. Oh my God, because while people were being baptized by John for the repentance of sin, Christ was being baptized into sin. Y'all better, y'all, y'all gonna miss it. Y'all gonna miss it. He was being baptized into sin. In other words, he was putting himself low so that he could be numbered amongst the Gentiles. And he was receiving the baptized, the baptism that Gentiles would receive. And so God said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Y'all better help me. It, it, it was without Jesus ever walking on water, without him ever doing a miracle, without him ever going to the cross. Because if you if you read your Bible, at the end of Jesus' ministry, he had a fight within himself. He said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass. There was a fight going on in his flesh when it came to the cross. And the only reason the enemy tempted him was because he knew that Jesus had an opportunity to not fulfill his purpose. But but he said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will. Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me. So, so in other words, what happened was... He, instead of him fighting, he went in and got baptized. And so God says, I'm pleased with him, even though I, even though he hasn't finished his course, I'm pleased with him. Even though he hasn't healed anybody, I'm pleased with him. He, yeah. See, it's not because of work. It's not because of work. It's because of, of his grace. It's because of his grace. Parents, parents, let me help you. Uh, what, a, what a child needs from a father is not judgmental criticism because there are no perfect children. Uh, our children are going to do stuff we don't want them to do. They're they, they going to they they think they know everything because they're feeling themselves. But go ahead and look at your neighbor. Matter of fact, don't even look at your neighbor. Look at yourself and say, I was feeling myself too. Uh, as a matter of fact, there are still some days I'm still feeling myself. But I thank God that his grace and his mercy is sufficient. Y'all better help me. See, see, we need to love our children. I don't care if they gay. I don't care if they have sex before marriage. I don't care if they go ahead and smoke some dope. If they have a drink. If they, I'm not telling you to go ahead and do it. I'm telling you that God loves you in spite of our nonsense. He said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And when we accept Jesus Christ, there is no thing that God will turn us away. We cannot be plucked out of the hand of a God and a Father who loves us. I thank God that he, he loved my crazy self, that he's pleased with me, even when I am pleased with myself. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'll go
go ahead and give you a moment to give God some praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, God. Now, my last point. Yeah. It's nothing to do with any of the chapters that we read. But a father's presence, when daddy shows up, his appearance, his appraisal. I thank God that he's been there for me in times of my life where it was very hard. That no matter what, he was always there. That no matter what, even when I was smoking crack, even when I was at the table, when I was robbing, stealing, lying, and doing things, I had no business, he still was telling me, you are my child, the son of the most high God. I've called you with a high purpose. You are a chosen first priesthood, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So when the enemy would try to speak lies into my spirit and tell me I was less than, he would say, you're more than y'all not gonna say nothing yeah. he, when when I felt overcome he said no you're an overcomer yeah, and, and I thank God for his affirmation I thank God that that he he didn't have to when when people didn't want to claim me y'all ain't gonna say nothing y'all ain't gonna say nothing or there were times when when sisters didn't want to say you my brother <laughs> When, 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 when uncles didn't want to say that's my nephew when, when, when cousins didn't want to say that's my cousin when brothers didn't want to say but I thank God that he never because he knew the end from the beginning y'all better help me and he was approved because whatever God put his hand on the Bible says he who began a good work in you will complete it at the day of completion I thank God that he didn't give up so what he did here's the, here's the last point that I, I want to show you fathers it is our job to appraise to affirm to approve but it is also our job to appoint Woo! Yeah. men we, we, we need to be the fathers that appoint you can only appoint for an appointment you can only appoint for an appointment so 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 God showed up no invitation this is my son. You're my daddy. You're pleased with me. And the Bible says, if you know Matthew, that after all the accounts of the baptism, immediately after he was baptized, the Bible says, then he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Somebody say appointment. Appointment. See, see, that whole encounter was all it took to prepare Jesus for his appointment. Fathers, you're not doing your job if you're not equipping your children for the appointment. They're going to have an appointment. We've all had one. We've all had run-ins with our flesh. Run-ins with the devil. Run-ins with the world. And if, if our fathers don't prepare us for these encounters, the world will eat us up. The flesh will eat us up. My God. See, when, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness... He, he only was tempted with three temptations. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you, and we're, being, we're learning, not even just in the gifts of the Spirit that we talked about, we're going to be learning about that number three. We talked about it before, but three is a divine number. Three is a divine number. It's, it's, it's divine completion, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Is that, that three is important. So, so, so what happens is that there, there was only three, th this is my son who I am well pleased. That statement encompassed everything Jesus needed to do so that he could have victory on his appointment. Because for one thing, what did, what did Satan do? He said, um, if you be the son of God, Turn these stones into bread. 
Ok, ok. Go ahead and throw yourself off the cliff. Because it is, if you son of God, he's going to give his angels charge to, to keep you. Lest you dash your foot against a stone. Okay, if, if, you, if you bow to me, just, just bow to me. Do you see all these kingdoms? I'll give it to you. Three. Three, divine completion. Three, three. But he couldn't get Jesus because when Jesus said, when God showed up and he said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased, God gave him everything he needed. So with the first temptation, you couldn't get me, devil. Because I know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> My father already told me who I am. Ooh. Now, not only that, you, you, you can't tempt me with all this stuff. Because I know what I got. Because yeah. when he said, this is my son, right. he already told me that my And I know my daddy owns all the world and all there that is in it. Yeah. So you can't tempt me with what only he told you you can use when I own everything you use. Y'all better help me. And, and, and I don't need to go ahead and tempt God and throw myself off a cliff when I know because my father said, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. I already know that I'm untouchable. I, I already know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I already know that whatever you try to do won't work because I've already been approved. My daddy showed up. See, see, my earthly daddy may have not been there, but I got a father who showed up. And because my father showed up, I know who I am. I know what I got. I know what I could do. I know where I'm going to go. Ain't no weapon. Ain't no devil. Ain't no hex. Ain't no witch. Ain't no, y'all better help me. No sickness. No disease. No cancer. No leukemia. No lupus. No, nothing can stop me when I know that this is my son and whom I am well pleased. Yes. Somebody give God some praise for going ahead and claiming. Yes, Lord. Yes. Don't have to. Hallelujah. Come on, we can yes. bless him. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Feel like shouting. Okay, okay. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Daddy shows up. Hallelujah. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to have no child support. We got God who will support us. He, he, he don't miss a payment. We, he never let his children and his seed begging bread and the children go like yeah, the devil is a liar. So this Father's Day, we celebrate him. We celebrate him. Thank you, Lord. And, and we can forgive our earthly fathers who weren't able to fulfill on because here I'm going to go ahead and tell you your earthly father is human he's not been meant to go ahead and fulfill every need there's always going to be a lack but if you go through life mad at your earthly father you cannot appreciate your heavenly father the Bible says how can you love a God who you don't see and don't love the one who you do see you got to love your father you got to forgive your father you got to hug your father because your, your father only gave you what was given to him. Y'all better help me up in here. Hallelujah. I don't ever want my children. I thank God for, for the fact that I have relationship with them and that things have been restored. But I don't ever want my children to, to take for granted and think that their daddy can't get it wrong. Because if they look to their daddy, they'll get mad at God. They'll get mad at God. And one day daddy's going to have to go home. Daddy's going to be taken away from here. And they got to know to look to their father who will take care of them, who will keep them, who will bless them. So I pray that you enjoy and that you appreciate this day. Hallelujah. 
sisters celebrate your men. Yes. Cops are killing men. The streets are killing men. Yeah. Don't want us, us to survive because there's greatness on the inside. I, I thank God. And I'm, I'm telling you, when you see, it's, it's like never before. There was times when I'd go by and now I see, I see brothers. And I see brothers in there. And, and where you used to go down certain spots and you look and you think the brothers are going to attack. Now it's like there's a unity that is happening within the brotherhood. It's like you just have to look and say, brother, I'm praying for you. Brother, keep up the good fight because you never know when your last day is going to be on this earth. So we can't be wasting time. And sisters, you can't. Can't break, beat down your men. You can't. You can't berate your men. You got to understand that there are struggles and things that go on with being a man. We can't understand the struggles you go through as sisters, but you have to understand that when you got, when God has blessed you to have a godly man in your life, honor him. Yes. Honor him. And daughters out there, if, you, if you're not married and you and you believe in God, gonna give you your first. You you learn to honor your pastor, honor your leaders. I'm not your husband, Come on. but you should be looking for some type of sign. You should be there. Should be something that's saying, you know what? I want that blessing. I need that dripping to go down. Don't come and allow yourself to get involved with men who are not godly men, Amen. who are not being molded. Into the image of your father. Because if a man don't respect your father, he will not respect you. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we bless you. And we thank you right now for the, your word. We thank you for your spirit. And we thank you for your anointing. Continue to heal and deliver us. Help us to walk in the newness of life, to appreciate who you are in our lives as our Father. We worship you on this day until we meet again to give your name glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Grace and peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to all. Happy Father's Day. Amen. Don't forget to text me if you're able to meet on next Saturday. Just let me know so we'll know how to prepare. Amen. 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 Oh, thank you, Sister Sean. Hallelujah. Monday fast day. You beat Monday fast day. Continue the good fight. Amen. Love you Amen. all. She wants you to hang out a little bit longer. I'm signing off for Sean. I'm turning off the lights now. <laughs> Everybody leave. <laughs>